0: Hello everybody and welcome to Kick-Ass Conversations. I'm your host Jessica Fleischer aka the Kickboxing Queen and today I have with me Julie Paulston from Divine Phoenix Rising. So Julie would you like to introduce yourself to everybody and what you do?
1: Absolutely. First of all, just thank you so much for having me on. I am super, super, super excited and grateful. Uh, My name is Julie Paulston. I am from the great state of Florida, Pensacola, Florida, and I own Divine Phoenix Risings. And what I do is I empower women to rise from the ashes of their lives to reclaim their divine inner Phoenix through my six-week course and one-on-one coaching.
0: I think that's fantastic image of a phoenix rising from the flames and it's just such a wonderful metaphor of rebirth after strike. you come up with the name did you have an experience or anything that prompted that.
1: It's yeah. So I throughout my life um, have had multiple, multiple times where I've had to rise out of the ashes of my life. Um, I have 31 years of sobriety and just in that I've had to rise numerous times. Um, When this happened in July, I was full-time employed. I was living my best life And I was teaching and I was doing really inspirational stuff, but with a classroom of hairstylists and I wasn't out doing anything outside of that. Well, July 11th, I broke my wrist in three places. Then August 27th, I lost my job and absolutely panicked. And then September 15th, hurricane Sally came and I had three feet of water in my house. I lost every single worldly possession that I owned without, with the exception of a couple of boxes that fit in a very small storage unit. And during all of that, I had those moments of absolute panic in that moment of what am I going to do? My life is over. I need to go find a job. This is not what I want to do. And all of the voices and the demons just kept pummeling in my head. And I entered a contest, funny enough, I entered a contest to go live on Facebook for a week straight. Anybody that knows me knows I love being on camera and going live on Facebook and inspiring and motivating and educating. So I was like, okay, well, I'll enter the contest. The prize was a one-on-one coaching for a month. And that turned into that person introduced me to someone who helped me develop my course. And everybody kept talking about the lotus, which I love the lotus flower. I think it's a beautiful flower. But for whatever reason, I just kept seeing a phoenix. I would turn on the TV and I would see the image of a phoenix. I would go on Facebook. I would see the image of a phoenix. And I started, I just knew that that was me as I was burning away everything in my life that no longer served me. And I was rising into who I knew I always was. And so now I've developed this program to empower women to do the same when they're going through the traumatic or even, you know, we can't judge what anybody's trauma is, whatever they are, and they are in that ashes of their life, I empower them to rise out of it.
0: I think you made a good choice with the phoenix. Again, lotus flowers are beautiful and they're very symbolic. And I know I've got a good friend actually, she uses a lotus flower as her symbol, her uh, logo. But I think a phoenix is so powerful. And I just have a question for you that I think um, if you've got any advice, or you said that you were struggling with the inner voices, the inner demons at that moment in time and we all go through these struggles and we all have that voice that panic how did you overcome it
1: that's such a good question it's it's funny I wish I could say oh I did it and now I'm great I struggle with this every day Most of us do.
0: It's a working process. You have to learn how to reframe those thoughts and you have to to develop the coping strategies and the, the mental fitness. So when we want to be physically strong, we go to the gym and we build our muscles, we build our cardiovascular health, we increase our flexibility if we want to be a dancer. But we don't realize that we have to do the same thing with our mindset. So
1: Exactly. And, and I think that a good friend of mine uses an analogy and, and it's so it's it, I can just visualize it. So it really helps me is that at any point in time in our day, we have to stand in front of the wall of our demons and they're going to laugh at us. They're going to make fun of us. They're going to try and tear us down. And it's our, it's up to us to decide whether we allow them to be victorious that day or, and sometimes you have those days where the demons win, and those are the days that you just have to wrap yourself up and love yourself until tomorrow comes. But I like to stand in front of the wall of my demons and imagine like in The Little Mermaid where Ursula would pluck them out of the, the bottom and she would just pluck them out. And that's my visual is like when I have that demon that is just screaming at me, I just pluck them out of the wall and tell it, you know what, you just do not serve me today. And I feed it to the flames of the fire.
0: I love that I think that's that's incredible and so I use fighting as an analogy a lot but I absolutely love the Little Mermaid one because we're both fans of Disney (laughs) and I I think that so every time you get one of those thoughts that go through your mind it's not an opponent it's not scary you're not in a ring you don't have to fight it you pluck it out the wall and you throw it in the fire I think that's fantastic Yeah. So do you have any advice for anybody listening on how they can do that? Because obviously this is what you coach on, isn't it? So anybody that's in that position where they're struggling and the voices are too much, they feel like they're being held back. Do you have anything that they can take away with them today to help them?
1: Absolutely. The biggest thing just for me when When you've been knocked down and you're in that fetal position and you just are the pain, whether it's mental or physical or spiritual, and and you're just in that fetal position and you just feel like you just can't even move. The biggest advice that I give to my clients is the first thing to do is to breathe. Understand that this is simply a moment and the moment will pass it might pass and be as painful as a kidney stone, but it will pass. And so it's really about breathing and self-soothing and telling yourself, you know what, I've been here before and I've made it out. I, I know this is scary. I, 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 I'm okay with it being scary. And really just soothe yourself like you would soothe a two-year-old that's terrified So we look at ourselves and we heap on all of this shame and guilt and wounding that has come through. And it's really about owning that divine inner goddess that you are. And even if you have to take itty bitty, tiny, teensy, winksy baby steps, those baby steps are what stir up the magic because it it signals to the universe that I'm moving. So if you're laying on the ground like make a snowman or a snow angel start moving your arms start start doing something to signify that I'm ready to move.
0: I love that. I love because that's when I get asked on podcasts what my one piece of advice is. I always say dream big. So have that big goal, the scary goal, the one you actually struggle to imagine almost. But take mm-hmm. the tiniest little step today, the small action, that little win that you can celebrate because that's starting to set your brain up with the reward and the achievement because whatever it is that you do today, so like going back to the gratitude and people get stuck in a, I have nothing to be grateful for, everything's terrible. There's always something like be grateful for your breath. So you used Mm -hmm. it starting with the breathing. And I remember once I was out running and he was talking about it. He goes, I'd be grateful for the fact you can breathe. And I'm running along and I'm thinking, I hate running, my legs ache. And all of a sudden (laughs) I was like, I can breathe. I have these powerful lungs. We live on a planet where we have oxygen, depending on the level that you want to go to it. Be grateful that you can take that breath. And with that breath, you can take back control. And I think that's So if you are in a moment of panic, so we hit that fight or flight and you don't actually have to be in a physical flight it can, um, fight. It can be anything. It can be a comment, a remark or something that knocks you off. And you do your brain starts to go a thousand miles an hour. And you can't think straight. You want to shut down. But if you can regulate your nervous system, the parasympathetic, and you just take that nice, deep, breath in and then you can also work to change your body language too so I often I get people to take that deep breath in and then as they breathe out to relax their shoulders because then it goes down through your body and you can begin to ground yourself so I think that's a fantastic piece of advice for anybody and I've got a going off on a completely different track now because I'm curious what's your favorite Disney film?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, so, uh, I have always for years been called Dory because I'm like one of those, I know it's like, Ooh, sparkly thing off I go. Um, however, I really have learned to identify with Moana. Um, I just, she is so for being so little, for being a young woman, just so powerful. And she just knows that this is, her dream and her goal. And this is what she needs to do. And she just steps into that power. And, and the little chicken is my favorite character. The one that gets stuck on the boat that just has no brain whatsoever. But yeah, Moana is probably my number one. Um, and number two, I think that's so hard. I watched beauty and the beast the other day. And it was amazing.
0: Beauty and the Beast was my childhood favorite, either Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella. But my, yes. my, my favorite is definitely the Lion King. I
1: love the Lion oh, King. Oh, I love. See, and, and it's so funny because I start talking about it, I'm like, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that one. And and the, I think that when you look at Disney, like women can be so empowered because you have Milan and you have Moana and you have these Mulan
0: as well. I love, I love Disney. Disney's great. Right. We just love
1: Disney, <laughs> yeah. but you look at it and the lion King is so uplifting and how that when you really believe in your dreams and when you believe in what is good and right. And like the shirt I have on today says be kind because I'm a huge fan of being kind. I think that you, that that's, that's what's going to get us through everything in life is being kind. Number one, first of all, be nice because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. That guy driving the Lamborghini, you could be like, oh, man, must be nice. But you don't know that his wife just passed away or his dog ran away or you don't know. So it takes nothing to be kind. So that's kind of that's also why I immerse myself in Disney, because, you know, it makes me feel good at the end of the day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's all these messages. So the be kind and That's of utmost importance. Mine would be be brave, be courageous. And there's all these different messages that we take. But the common theme, so when you mentioned Moana, you said a little girl who had a big dream. For me, the Lion King, I walked out to become a champion to um, I just can't wait to be king. Again, it's a big dream, a big accomplishment. So what is your big dream?
1: Ooh, um, this this. This question, like, literally gives it. I wish you could see, like, I've got goosebumps all over. So, I am so absolutely passionate about women just understanding that they are beautiful and complete and whole and gorgeous and. Just as they are, as they sit, because society has told us we're too big, too small, too fat, too tall, too skinny, too light, too dark, whatever it is. So my dream is to take Divine Phoenix Rising and my course, Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, the Feminine Rising, global. I want to be able to touch women in, in all over the planet because I think that when we as women rise up, And reclaim that divine inner Phoenix and when we rise up and realize that we are the nurturers of the planet that we can heal this planet. It can really take us to a whole new direction because a woman who knows who she is stands in her truth and even during her bad days has that connection with other women that will lift her up we're unstoppable.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think another thing to be grateful for is the fact that we can become global so easily now with technology. So we're across the globe from each other, and we're connected. And that was what you said, it's so important to be connected to other powerful women, because in society, and I like a little bit of competition, I'm a kickboxer, but in a healthy balance, and there's enough people out there, who benefit from what we do. We're all on our own unique mission out to serve a purpose. We've all got our own passions. And I just think, well, together we are stronger is one of the things that I say. And I just think that I'm so pleased that we connected to start off with through Kaylee. I'm so pleased that you're here today. And I'm so pleased that you have such a united mission So that global to connect all of the women, whoever they are, whatever walk of life they're in, whatever their struggle is. So do you have a specific area that you want to specialize in working with or at the moment, are you aiming it to anybody?
1: So right now, I truly um, am aiming it for, it's so funny because I've met so many coaches in this industry. And sometimes we think, you know, we see these coaches that are pulling down six figure months and they're doing this and they're do, at the end of the day, they're still human. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's still a woman that still is living in her life. And so for me, I don't, whether you, I, I had a young girl sign up for my course And I was actually kind of shocked. And she said that she just wanted to make sure as she grew older, that she had the tools to be able to help herself when when society and when, you know, the culture got a little bit rough on her. But for me, there isn't really a specific woman. I will tell you that I, that I do cater to women. I don't um, offer this program to men because I, and here's why, We as women can heal the world because we are the nurturers. We are the birthers. We are the ones that every single person, every single human being came from a woman. So if we can heal the women globally, then it's going to trickle down. So for me, there isn't a specific woman that I want in my course. I just want women who are ready to make that journey. Because when you enter a course, like your courses, and when you teach people how with kickboxing, if you're not all in, if you're not ready to make the steps that I'm going to give you, then I don't even want you to sign up because I I want you to do what you need to do because you're only going to get out of it, what you put in it. So if I come to you and say, Jess, I want to be a kickboxer, but I don't want to get hit. We got a problem and I don't want to exercise we might have a little problem. So
0: I want women
1: who are ready for it.
0: No, that makes sense. I will just clarify that you don't have to get hit, but it's (laughs) not that you don't have to physically be a fighter. You don't have to. So I am fighting fit is a metaphor for that overcoming the struggle to achieve success. And I think we have that. We're aiming to help a similar demographic of people who they're ready to take it to the next level. They, they mm-hmm. know that they're ready to put the work in. Perhaps they yes. have been putting the work in and not getting the results that they desire. But they're ready. They're not stuck. They're not blaming everything. They're not in this place of insecurity. They are, well, that they're rising. So that phoenix, the rising out of the ashes, they're being reborn. They're not in that in the place where they're being burnt down. Again, it's your metaphor, this one, and this is my interpretation of it. I see that they have been born and they're ready to rise out of the flames and you Mm -hmm. are there to guide them with that. And with regards to the women, so I used to coach female only kickboxing. I spent years working solely with women because um, it's very intimidating in the gym to walk in and spar men and be around men, that fear of judgment, fear of failure. social conditioning and Mm -hmm. I decided I would do that to help them to help them take that first step and then most of them would get to a point where their confidence would increase and they could join the mixed classes and online and with the coaching that I do now and the hypnotherapy it is open to men too so I don't exclusively coach men but I can understand why you keep it to women because we are different we have a different energy we have a different physiology as well Mm -hmm. so it is different it's unique but how do you find the energies of like the masculine energy women versus the feminine and do you do you pay attention to that at all because I, I I'm only just starting to learn about this and I'm interested so I'm wondering what you think
1: It is so funny how the universe works. So I was on a call yesterday and talking about women in business. So many times we get frustrated because our business isn't doing what we want it to do. And so we keep doing more and doing more and doing more. And that's that masculine energy. And we forget that the female and the feminine energy is just to lean back, receive, allow it to happen, trust that it's going to happen. So I find a lot of women um, are attracted to my program because I am pretty bold. I am pretty brash. I am pretty loud. Um, And it's interesting to see the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy. I'm learning about it as well. And it's just even in the last, I don't know, month, I've really been embracing that part of just kind of relaxing and leaning back in my business and allowing it to know then trusting that the universe is going to bring me the people that need me when they need me. But still doing the posts and the in the day-to-day minutia that, you know, personally I don't like doing, but has to be done because we have a business.
0: Yeah. I agree. And I, I think I've had a lot of masculine energy for a lot, long time. And it's that and I think a lot of women in business do successful ones, especially because it's very male dominated. And it's very so there's that like the competition, the cutthroat, the having to push more, do more. But actually, if we can get the balance right, so to men too, if we can get the balance right and embrace some of that feminine energy, I'm female, but I have to learn to embrace it too, because I've spent my life fighting. And like you said, Julie, it's that you've had to, you've been burnt so many times, you've had to rise so many times. That makes you tough, that makes you strong, all of these powerful things that we feel we have to be. But actually, if we can embrace that feminine energy, not become too feminine. So there's the the kindness, the nurturing, the caring. If we then, so like you said, there's still the things that have to get done. If we gave up all of those and just embraced the feminine energy, because I've noticed it with female coaches who solely rely on the the energy to the universe and we will align and they will come to me. But you you said that, but then you said, I still have to do the posts. I still have to take the action. You're here today on this podcast. So I think balance is my focus word for the year. Do you have a focus word for 2020 and what you're working on? I
1: I do. It's so funny. I did a a Facebook live about it because everybody's talking about how cool their word was. And I asked for a word. And when it came to me, I was like, Well, that word sucks. I don't want this one. Can I have a different one? And and everywhere I went, I kept seeing this word and it's immersion. And, you know, like most people are able to go and find this really cool meme or post with their cool word, like empowerment or, you know, or gratitude or whatever it is and immersion. And for me, I was like, I can't even find anything really cool about that. But then I started thinking about it. This is my opportunity to immerse myself in life to dive in completely be immersed and focus on being immersed in joy and being immersed in gratitude and being immersed in my female power and being able to know the difference. And so for me, after I started thinking about it, I was like, well, this is, this is a perfect word for me. So I went from hating it to absolutely loving it. So now I'm I'm diving in and I'm not, I'm not going in the shallow end. I'm just going in the deep end, no plan B.
0: I think it's a wonderful word. And like you said, you get to pick what it means to you. So you can choose what you immerse yourself into. But I guess the Mm -hmm. key is that full embodiment that you are immersing yourself. So say it was jumping off a cliff into a pot or into a pool a lake whatever it might be you take that jump it's you're done so you've done it with your business you're doing it with your life and you are immersed into it there's no turning back now you have made that commitment. And I realized after I spoke that I said 2020, my word for 2021 is balance. So my 2020 word was consistency. So I dedicated to being consistent with my presence. And then now I'm having to learn to balance that out. So it's 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 always an evolution, business, life, health, whatever it might be that you're working towards. It's never going to be a set. And so it's not a set destination that we're working towards and it's learning to enjoy the journey too. So I guess that brings me to ask you, are you enjoying the journey that you're on, Julie?
1: You know, there are days that I am so over the moon, happy, and in that vibe of nothing can look at me on Teflon, nothing can stick to me. And then there are days where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Um, Why did I, why am I doing this? All in all, though, I also understand, like you just said, which is one of my favorite sayings, is it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And so even when I have the really crappy days, it's finding the good in that day. It's finding the, the even if it's like, you know, like you said, I, I open my eyes and, and if I got in my car, that means that, that I have one. And so it's sometimes going back to those real basic things of my legs are carrying me, my eyes opened, my lungs are working. So that's part of that self-soothing. Like when you're in the midst of it, that self-soothing. So as far as the journey goes, yeah, no, I love my journey. And, and my mom asked me one time, and I'll ask you the same question. If you could go back and change anything in your life she asked me that would you do it and at first I was like yes and then I thought about it and I went hmm no because there's a movie that Ashton Kutcher was in it's called The Butterfly Effect have you ever seen it
0: I love that film yes and that my logo is a butterfly It's a a butterfly
1: exactly because Because if we went back and changed anything we wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast We might be, but oh my gosh, I love my life. Yeah. There's a reason I knew I loved you because you love that movie. It's yeah. So my question to you, would you change anything?
0: No, and for very similar reasons to you. So I, I, I've spent some time thinking about this and I watched The Butterfly Effect as a teenager. So it had a big impact on me and who I became and thinking about The Butterfly Effect. And I am, I've been through a lot of struggles to get to where I am today, but I am truly grateful for them all because we learn. So we learn from everything that we go through. We get stronger. It's in failure that we grow. It's not just physically. So when you're physically working a muscle, you have to work it to failure. Then you have to make sure you eat enough protein and then you get stronger. It's the same mentally. When we're building resilience, the most resilient people have learned how to overcome stress, not avoid it. Anxiety can be a tool to help us with performance. As long as we achieve that balance, as long as we get a healthy balance of it, we don't want our life to be every day to be awful. If we're waking up every morning and having to reframe our negative thoughts and focus on the fact that our legs are carrying us and that we're breathing, chances are we're not following our destiny, our passion, our purpose. Chances are you want to make a change. But as long as you have those days where you are everything's going well and you're happy and you feel genuine gratitude about everything and the experiences that you're being part of, I I would, and that's how I, most of my days, I love what I do. And with regards to what you said earlier about the admin and things like that, by having that focus and that drive on the things, my priorities and the things that I do is allowing me to get to a position where I can start to outsource those tasks. And so you'll get there too, because it's not far away. It's that you fill the programs doing what you love and then you are able to focus more on that because there are other people out there who love doing the things that you don't love doing and they wouldn't be able to do what you can do. So it's finding your strengths. That was a very long answer for, would I change anything? No, I wouldn't change anything. The only thing I did want to that, because again, it's not worth carrying regret but I wish I'd seen Linkin Park live before Chester died. And I was like, maybe I'd go and do that. Maybe I'd take a risk and just go to one of their concerts. But who knows where we would be now if I did do that. So I think the safest thing is to just say no. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree.
0: So is there anything that you would like to share with the audience that you would like them? So if they want to follow you or anything on social media... To get involved with who you are and what you're doing what's the best way to contact you
1: well um it's so funny because I live pretty much my life as an open book and um I people can I love making new friends and having people follow me and I you can find me on Facebook uh my name is Julie J-U-L-I-E last name is P is in Peter A-U-L-S-T-O-N uh on Instagram I have my original handle that I've had for years is uh, at it's grateful for life, but it is G R the number eight F U L the number four and then life. So it's grateful for life. And then, um, divine Phoenix rising LLC is my other Instagram and I'm working on the whole ticky talky thing and I don't Twitter that's I, I like to see people and be involved. So that's not it. Um, But my course I'm actually is launching February 21st. So not this Sunday, but the following Sunday is the new launch of be the Phoenix of your own life, the feminine rising. And uh, I would be honored to give anyone more information if that's something that they feel called to do. So, but yeah, no, find me, friend me, follow me, love it.
0: That's the best way, that know, like, and trust and get to know people. But obviously, the the podcast will help because they've got to hear your story. They've got to hear who you are and what you do and why you do it. And so if anybody is wishing to connect with Julie, please do, because she's given up her time to be here today to talk to us. And just before you go, I've got a question that I'd like to ask you. I want to ask this to everybody, I think. So I am fighting fit. Do you believe that you are? Absolutely. And what does Absolutely. it mean? What does it mean to you?
1: So for me, fighting fit, when I think about it, it isn't the, the first thing that comes to mind is like the super fit person in fighting. But then when I look at it and I take it apart, it's really about finding the balance and Fighting for what you believe in, fighting for who you are, fighting for that person to the courage, especially the courage, fighting for the courage to live in your truth, fighting for the courage to live as you are and not be ashamed of who you are, no matter what has happened in your life. I say this all the time, your arena story will be the light to lead someone out of their darkness. So you have to fight for the courage to share your story. And then being fit, that to me, it's not just physical. I mean, I go to the gym four days a week and I walk about five miles on the beach on Sundays. But does it mean that I'm fit? To me, fit is so much more than that. It's mental Are you fit mentally Are you fit spiritually, emotionally, and of course, physically. So it's really about fighting for the courage to... Dare to be that woman you've always wanted to be and know that when you get to that level, the people that you need are there waiting for you. So that's what fighting fit means to me.
0: I love that. I don't think I could have said it better myself. And I'm the one that spends all the time thinking about what it means. But, <laughs> and there were so many influences in there that made me think, oh, that as well. So when you said about the man in the arena, it made me think of Brené Brown, because she talks about yeah. the man in the arena speech. And, I, yeah. and when you said that, I was like, oh, that's a really powerful one and the wholehearted health so what I promote and the it's not people instinctively think about physical health kickboxing it makes you fit like actually it has so many mental health benefits and I'm so pleased that you get that impression too anyway I'm gonna let you go and have a wonderful rest of your day and thank Thank you you so much for coming on Oh, I,
1: I'm so grateful for you. This has been so much fun. And, and this journey is just starting and, and I can see a friendship developing and, and I'm just so grateful for you and for everything that you do. Um, because like I said, your story is going to be the light to get somebody else out of the darkness. And today you were my light. So I appreciate you.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And if anybody's listening, so this is your first step towards that speaking on stages globally, because I believe that we will both get there. And you have taken that action today. And more will come, more will follow, because you have a story to share too. And you are someone else's light. So keep being you. And to everybody Mm. listening, thank you for listening and have a lovely day.